Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Fishing Where the Fish Are is a solid strategy. And so, using similar podcasts to promote your podcast is obviously a good idea, right? You bet. But like any marketing effort, what you put in determines what you get out. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Cross-promotion has been a part of podcasting since there were two podcasts. From promo swaps to heartfelt recommendations to episode drops, there are myriad ways podcasters can grow their show by getting exposure to the audience of another podcast. There's little question as to the efficacy of these efforts, efforts that make up the backbone of growth plans for large podcast networks like Wondery and iHeart, and promotional campaigns some of the biggest podcasters drop tens of thousands of dollars on each month to increase the size of their audience. So quite naturally, the assumption has been that what works for the bigger networks and the bigger podcasts can work for smaller networks and much smaller shows, just scale down a bit. And sure, I'd say that's very true. But humans are really really bad at understanding scale. And scale is reality. So let's do some very easy math. Now, don't worry, there's not going to be a test at the end. But for example, let's say that a successful podcaster has the means to spend $10,000 a month on a paid cross-promotional campaign. A successful cross-promotional campaign as well, mind you. How many new listeners is that? you might be asking. And that's a very good question, but we actually really don't need to know the hard number for this exercise. All we need to understand is that a $10,000 investment, and honestly, I know podcasters who spend way more than that every month, that investment gets them enough new listeners to make the investment worthwhile. But you may not have $10,000 per month to spend on promotional campaigns. You may not even have $1,000. Maybe $100 a month is more your style. How successful will you be at spending $100 a month on a cross-promotional campaign, a campaign where your podcast is mentioned or read or something else inside of another podcast? How well will that work? Well, mathematically, it will work 100 times less successful than the person who dropped $10,000 per month or 1% as successful, if that helps. Now still, that might mean successful enough for you, I suppose. Or even better, you might not need to use your wallet to fund the campaign. Plenty of podcasters engage in cross-promotional campaigns by setting up promo swaps or other quid pro quo relationships 
in several creative, fun ways. It's not the money that makes cross-promotional campaigns successful. It's being on the right show with the right message delivered in the right way. And if you can achieve that by leveraging your personal relationships and creativity, well, that sounds like time well spent, right? Well, about that. This episode is sponsored by Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast hosting company. Whether you're a new or a veteran podcaster, if you're serious about audience growth, then Captivate's unique feature set and proven deep-dive education should be the next thing you try. Get a seven-day free trial and access to Captivate's podcast growth labs at Captivate.fm. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. Dave Zorab, co-founder and CEO of Chartable, recently acquired by Spotify, shared some numbers at Podcast Movement Evolutions 2022 recently that help answer the question, how well do cross-promotional campaigns work for podcasters? They have a product called Smart Promos that measures podcast-to-podcast attribution, meaning they can track how many listeners came to your podcast after hearing the promo on another podcast. Now, they've had this service for years, and many podcasters and podcast networks use it. That means Chartable has a lot of data that shows the efficacy of this, data that Dave shared at Podcast Movement Evolutions just recently. And I got to say, the data didn't surprise me which means it'll probably disappoint you. Sorry. You see, what Dave showed was that the new listener acquisition rate for cross-promotions was 0.75%. Not 75%. 0.75. Less than 1%. That means if your cross-promotional campaign runs on a show that gets 1,000 downloads, math says you'll get 7 to 8 new listeners to your show. Now, if you can get on a show that has maybe 10,000 downloads an episode, then that becomes 70 or 80. But if you get stuck on smaller shows that have maybe 100 downloads per episode that your cross-promotional efforts went into, well, you'll be lucky to get a single new listener. So why do people do this if it sucks so bad? Well, look, at scale, it doesn't suck so bad. Those 70 to 80 listeners can add up to about 1,500 downloads a month for a show that releases multiple times a week. That's 18,000 downloads per year. And that's more impressions that that podcaster can then turn around and sell to advertisers. Impressions that were generated by listeners acquired for about three bucks each. Impressions that have a value of more like 750 per download over the course of the year, which more than doubles the investment over the course of that year. That is why the big shows and the networks spend big bucks on effective cross-promotional campaigns, 
to increase their available inventory so they can make more money running ads for advertisers. So now, if that is you, then go for it. The math is in, and it clearly works. Yeah, you'll still need to put in the time and effort to finding the right shows, ensuring that they do a great promotion for you, and all the other headaches that come with managing effective, creative ad spends. But you already know that, probably. And if that's not you, well, and you're on the smaller scale, look, I think you should still seek out cross-promotional opportunities when you can. There's no harm in that. Just understand the realities and don't expect your listener numbers to skyrocket. With that, I shall be back next week with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up. 
Take care and spread the word.